It is a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Guys, welcome to Busy Making Other Plans. And by the time this episode drops, the state of emergency will have stopped or changed for certain regions. And I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know. I honestly would have preferred if we stayed in lockdown until like spring, summer, and then we'd have like a semi-normal summer, you know, get those cases under control. Because I don't want us to like go through half of our summer and then all of a sudden be locked up again. I just, that's not me. That's not what I want. But hey, I'm not a premier. I don't make the rules. You know, I just critique them. It is what it is. Um, But you know, what's so funny is this morning I was telling my dad, I was like, look, Come December of 2021, if we are still in the same position we are today, I am moving countries. I don't know, like, if I'm going to go to Florida in the U.S. I don't know if I'm going to go to Bali. I don't know if I'm going to go to Barcelona. I'm going to go somewhere else, though, because I can work from anywhere. So I just, I'm tired of this shit. I'm, like I said, I'd rather deal with it now if it meant, like, normalcy later, but you know, come December, if things haven't really changed, I'm outie. And he supported me. He really did. He was like, man, I wish I, I could do the same, but I, I've got to stay here. Yeah, my dad and I talk like we're friends because we basically are. We're pretty tight. So like, that's why when I'm paraphrasing, I'm not really paraphrasing. <laughs> and it's like so funny because he adapts like some of the lingo that my brother and I use. So I'm just trying to think of something like, if I ask him if he wants to do something, he'll be like, yeah, I'm down. And I just let it slide. But then I think about how my friends love him for who he is. So it's actually not that embarrassing. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Honestly, he likes rap music. And I don't know, I think that is, you know, the epitome of cool dad energy. Like he shows me songs before I show him songs. Look, this guy was listening to Nipsey Hussle before I even knew who Nipsey Hussle was. Anyways, I could use a full episode just talking about my dad and the shit he does because he's just so entertaining. Oh my gosh, no, I have to share this really funny story. I think it's so funny. Okay, so we were in Florida one year and we always stay at like one of the Disney resorts and we were staying at the Swan and it's it's fucking beautiful. And it's so great because like all the resorts are like interconnected. Like you can walk through the whole like pavilion and there's like a ferry and it takes you straight to, you know, the different parks. And so... You know, I was like on a health kick. This was some time in early high school and I was getting ready for my run. And my dad sees like how athletic I am. He's very inspired. And he's like, let me join you. And I'm like, uh, I've never seen you run. And he's like, no, I can run. I can run. I'm, I'm good. And, and he tells me about how he was such an athlete when he was like 15. And I'm like, okay, if you think you can. So we're getting ready. We're about to start our run. We go ahead and... He's much slower than me, obviously. And at first I was trying to like stay at pace with him. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to go ahead of him. Like that could be rude. But then he insists. He's like, no, 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 go ahead. Just, just keep running, you know, get your exercise. And so I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to go. Cause like, I'm like literally, I'm basically walking right now. So I start running. I'm way ahead. Like I, I just like turn around because I'm like, ah, let me see how far he's gotten. I see this guy speed walking like he looks like he's running but it's like one of those runs that like you're basically walking and he's going straight like beeline to 
this bakery. And this bakery I passed, this bakery like was selling the most delicious pastries, by the way, we had them the day before. But it's just so funny because this guy's going as fast as he can, beeline straight to the bakery. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I came here to like work on my fitness. I wanted to, you know, get tight and right. And <laughs> obviously that was not his intention. So I think what had happened was he gave it his best shot, saw the bakery in his in his line of vision and was like, all right, that's where I'm going for breakfast. So he did that and I decided to join him. I was like, hey, like that's not a bad idea. So I just ran back and uh, met up with him in line and we had a nice breakfast together. Ah, <sighs> fitness. You know, when I look back at my life, it's like a series of periods where I'm either like extremely unhealthy or like super, super fit. And I think that's why my weight fluctuates so much because like there's times where I just like eat terribly, don't exercise, and then times where I'm like hashtag all in. But right now I feel like I'm at a good place where it's like I enjoy food in moderation and I don't deprive myself of anything, but like I'm also like getting active and I'm doing it through activities that I really enjoy because honestly I would work out because it was an obligation. That's how I viewed exercise. Like I knew that I wanted to be fit and the only way to do that was to like exercise and eat well. And so I would do that out of a feeling of obligation. And now I'm doing it because I find it fun. Like I go to boxing, shout out about it, boxing fitness. And I exercise in my living room now with some good music. And I'm just doing exercises that I find fun or that I really enjoy rather than having them like written out and, you know, adhering to what I have in my notebook. Like, yes, if you want to make progress quickly and effectively, then working out in a specific way is the way to do it. Like there are different, there's definitely plans out there and personal trainers say like you're being very inefficient right now, but I just, I want to have fun. I want to work out and enjoy it. So if it means like meeting my goals in a, a little bit slower, then I'm totally okay with that because I feel much better. I feel like my life is balanced. And I think that's how we have to view fitness because honestly, like I thought exercise was like no fun for so long. Even now, like it's still not that fun. I still do feel like I'm obligated to exercise because I know that I'm one of those people who if I stop, like I just lose all my muscle tone and I just quickly gain weight. But I'm doing it in a way where I just feel less bored. Like I just, I realize that I need to mix up my routines all the time. I can't just do one thing or I get very easily bored. So I think just recognizing my patterns, recognizing things I like, dislike, what's going to get me to get up in the morning and move is is something I got to do. So now I just really mix up my routines. So sometimes I'll go for a run, I'll go to boxing, I'll exercise in my living room, I'll do some yoga, some animal flow. Like I'm I'm really mixing it up here. So like I, if I had a progress chart, like I don't know, like if you would see such a gradual progress, but I, I don't really care. I look good. I feel good. I think what's most important is that I feel good. So like I'm in a really happy place right now. Although if I'm being honest, running is probably the one I like the least, but I just love the feeling after a run and I love my routine. So like I'll go for a run around the waterfront and then just like come back down to like my condo. But I always grab a coffee on my way back. And that's like such an important part to my routine because 
I exercise and then I reward myself with a nice coffee and I can just like walk over and it just, it feels so good because I just feel energized. I have like this glow. I, I love feeling like I just got like a cardio workout in and it just, everything works for me. So like, that's the thing. I don't like running because it hurts my ankles and I get exhausted. I love the feeling afterwards and I love my reward afterwards. So I think where I'm getting at is just like make the exercise worth it to you. Find a way to like make it enjoyable for yourself, even if it's just like the treat you get afterwards. And coffee is a great treat because there's like what, four calories in it. I usually use oat milk. Um, oat milk is really, really great. But yeah, anyways, uh, health, this isn't a health and wellness podcast, so I'm probably going to stop uh, talking about that now. And I'm going to get into the topic of today's podcast, which is, I actually don't know what the topic of today's podcast is yet. I'm kind of just rambling and we'll we'll see where I go from there. Um, but I do want to talk about this realization I just had. I have realized, and you know, at some level, I always kind of knew this. That in certain situations, in certain friend groups, I am the duff. What's the duff, you may ask? It is the designated ugly fat friend. And I'm not saying this to put myself down. I think it's more of just knowing your place. But it's true. I was like thinking about it and like, you can't always be the pretty person in every situation. There's always going to be someone prettier than you. So I think like acknowledging your situation and who you're surrounded by is point number one. And I'll tell you how I got to this realization. Okay, so my best friends are very pretty. I'm not just saying that. Like, they're gorgeous. I've always thought that. Absolutely beautiful. And I'd like to caveat this by saying that I, too, have a very high self-confidence. And I'm very sure of myself. And it's nothing to do with having low self-esteem or anything. Because I don't. I really don't. Rather, I think this comes from a place of high self-awareness and awareness of others. When you walk into a room, it's like very clear who people are looking at. Like you can tell when someone's looking at your friend versus you. Like, look, we can't all be tens. That's just the reality of it, right? Based on societal standards, we can't all be tens. Like, look at me. I don't think I am a 10. I don't think I'm an eight. I think I'm like a solid seven. Yeah, solid seven, seven and a half in a good day. And what that really means is that I have to lead with my personality, And that's something that I currently already do. I think I just subconsciously knew, like, look, Ashley, you know, you don't have looks in the bag. You're going to have to do something else to pull people in. So when you hear the words that people use to describe me, you're going to hear a lot of, oh, she's a good time. She's so funny. She's great to have fun with. Like, you're going to probably also hear she's got like really big hair. Her hair is really curly. That's just a defining feature of mine. But, you know, it always is somewhere along the lines of, you know, having a good time when I'm around. And that's a great compliment. I genuinely love that because growing up, sometimes I felt like people didn't want to be around me. Actually, this is actually so key. I used to think people would get bored of me talking, so I would talk faster so I could get out what I wanted to say quickly before people would get bored. And that's why I'm such a quick talker today is because I was always just like trying to get it out there before people got bored of me. Wow, psychology is weird. Anyways, so like that's what I'm saying. So now, you know, when people say like they like to have fun with me or like I'm a good time, it's really such a compliment. It's what I've been like (laughs) aiming for my whole life. Um, but you see what I'm saying? Like, you gotta have a little, little extra lead with the personality when, you know, you're not exactly the hottest girl around. Like, look, if me and Gigi Hadid were in the same room, 
everyone would flock to Gigi Hadid because it's fucking Gigi Hadid and she's a beautiful supermodel. It doesn't matter what comes out of her mouth. It's Gigi Hadid and she's beautiful. However, me, on the other hand, I'd have to be funny to, like, get anyone else's attention. Also, if anyone's, like, offended by this episode, like, please take it lightheartedly. I'm not saying you're not a 10. I mean, you can make that judgment call. I'm just saying if you're aware that you may not be the prettiest friend in the friend group, you're gonna have to lead in with something different. You know, I pride myself on being a very well-rounded individual. I love to cook, I love to clean, and, like, clean properly, not just, you know, a little a little sweep here and there. Like, a deep clean. Like, I'll mop the floors, I'll clean the windowsills, and then I'll pour myself a glass of wine and read what's happening in the news, because it's 2021. You have no excuse for not knowing what's going on. I think if there's one thing I could get into that I'm not currently into, it's sports. Like, I wish I knew what the fuck was going on. I wish that I actually knew how to play a sport. Well, actually, I take that back. I know how to play rugby, but I don't watch rugby. But, you know, anything else other than that. Like, I wish I knew the rules of hockey or football or even golf. Like, I actually don't even know how to hit a ball. So that's something I wish I knew more about. And so if you're a girl who knows sports and likes sports, I feel like you've got a competitive advantage. So really the gist of what I'm saying is if you can't lead with looks, then you're going to have to tap into one of your other strengths to give you a competitive advantage. You know, I actually see being not the prettiest as a good thing because truthfully I'm really interesting to talk to like when people talk to you they do want to be engaged in the conversation and the ability to engage someone and grab their attention and hold it based on like things you're saying and your opinion that's like such a great skill to have and that's how you connect with people I don't know if any of you have done the Strengths Finder test by Gallup, but if you haven't, I highly recommend it because it tells you what your strengths are. And like, I'm just going to say that one of mine is woo, which means winning others over. And I think that is so accurate, so me, because people with the woo characteristic, they bring energy to social situations and they can just like connect with other people very easily and then help other people connect. Um, so they have this really strong ability to draw others out of their shell and essentially like win them over. And that's something that I would say is very strong in me because I am such a conversationalist and I'm always looking for things to connect with other people on. And I don't know, I like I'm an extrovert and I love talking to people. It's just it's something I'm really strong at. And who knows, maybe if I was Gigi Hadid, I wouldn't do that so well because I wouldn't need to. Although from what I hear from gossip magazines, Gigi Hadid is actually someone who's like very easy to get along with and is really, really sweet. So I don't know. She's definitely like a powerhouse. (laughs) You know, speaking of appearances, does anyone actually know how to get rid of hyperpigmentation? Like genuinely asking because I started this new acne cream. It's called Tattoo Pump and it's gotten rid of a lot of my acne not all of it but the scars I they're not deep like again it's just hyperpigmentation and I just I don't know what to do about it like I did the chemical peels wasn't really working for me did some microdermabrasion loved it It was great for my pores not for my scars and um 
you know, I asked one of the skin nurses, I was like, hey, does bio oil actually help with the appearance of scars? And she's like, honestly, like it doesn't really do much. And I don't know if I believe that or not. I remember using bio oil on my legs religiously one summer and my legs had never looked better. But like she was also a nurse and kind of knew her shit. So like, why wouldn't I believe her? Anyways, so I just I want to get rid of the hyperpigmentation. It sucks because you can't really get rid of it. It doesn't hide underneath foundation very well. And um, like I would just really like to not wear makeup and still feel really good about my skin. Like everyone wants good skin health. And I think that's just been like a large part of my journey this year. Like my skin has been dramatically better. And um, yeah, let me know if you know how to reduce hyperpigmentation. Well, folks, that ends this week's episode. Remember, if you're the duff, you gotta lead in with personality or at least something that gives you a competitive advantage. I know I do. If you like this episode, please give us a five-star rating, follow Busy Making Other Plans on Instagram, and I will see you guys next Tuesday. Scandal.